I've got something to say. That's all I got to say. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Seer Soccer Studs podcast. Where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, are you ready to cut this biscuit? Yeah, I'm going to try to go with a um, gluten-free biscuit this time. Oh, healthy. A little avocado. Matt's put on a couple pounds and he needs to lose (laughs) it. Yeah, let's do this. Hey, do it. Do it healthy. (laughs) All right, guys, welcome back. We're back into the full swing of things. International break is over. Matt's back from wedding, honeymoon, all of that. Yeah, yeah. So a little heavier, but yeah, a few pounds heavier. But uh, to get into it, Joe and I jammed out to a song today by a band that I've been listening to for a little while. But um, this new single came out, and I think it's pretty pretty fly. It's called, uh, or the band's called Roosevelt, and the song is called Sign. So if you get a chance, check it out. Joe, you're much more knowledgeable about music. What did you think about the song? I enjoyed it immensely. I already shazammed it on the drive home tonight. It's going to be rocking. It's got a little bit of uh, like our our birth decade in it. Yeah, a little 80s, yeah. A little 80s. Sense, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little, uh, what do they call that, where they use the synthesizer on his voice? Yeah, yeah. Still good. <laughs> Still good. Heck yeah. But yeah. I'll take you back in time. It was good. I actually watched uh, um, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. Recently. <laughs> oh. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, dang. I hear you. But uh, out the soundtrack for that movie. Oh, bang it. straight fire. Oh, it is. <laughs> straight fire. Some Billy Idol. Idol. Oh, man. They got a lot on that. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, we'll get right into it. And we got a lot to cover today. A lot of good games. And then, of course, we have a wonderful email that was sent in this week as well. So we're going to get on that. Another... Return of an old favorite. Yep. So... Make sure you stick around for that and listen. So yeah, let's get right into it. I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. Newcastle 0, Chelsea 2. So what I saw from the game, first of all, Newcastle was without Colin Wilson. I was glad to not see him on the pitch because he, I think he could have gave Chelsea a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Especially since Rudiger was playing with Zuma instead of Thiago but yeah, I was I was glad to see him not on the pitch. But um, yeah, basically, Chelsea started off strong, put it on them real quick. Uh, Timo had a chance, then Tammy Abraham had a chance. Good saves from the keeper on both of those. Our buddy uh, Darlow. Yes. Oh man, he's he's a heck of a goalie. He is. He he was a kind of a uh, a walking joke, walking punchline at the start of the season, but. Oh, he's come up big. He's yeah. Oh, he's showing his worth. Yeah, no, no yeah. doubt. So, uh, first goal was an OG. Mason Mount puts a heck of a cross in. Defender doesn't know what to do except kick it into his own net. Uh, a lot of people thought he might have gotten fouled by Ben Netflix. <laughs> I mean, we talked about him last week, and he made a return. Little Ben. Yeah. Little Ben on the bumping grind action. <laughs> 
Oh man! I mean, it, yeah. made, it made the difference. But you know, with that that ball that was put in by Mason Mount, he put it in between. It was an outswinger, so going away from the goalie, put it in between the six yard and the goal line. He didn't know anybody was going to get on that ball, but he played that ball with the hope, optimism, that somebody would be there. What happens? Gets knocked in by the other team. Magic. Why doesn't more teams do this? I don't understand it. You know, that's what we grew up doing. Yeah. You know, when we were in high school, we were firing those balls into the box, just hoping to get a deflection Some, on them. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Just put it in the mixer. I don't yep. get it. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. So, second goal. Wow. What a run, Timo. Turbo. T- Turbo Timo. <laughs> Christian God. Pulisic got to be sweating a little. Yeah. He, um, like, Turbo, Turbo uh. Timo, he uh, gets the ball almost in, I would say, if we're breaking up the fields and the field into four quadrants, okay? Mm. Lengthwise. Yep. He was in quartiles. <laughs> he was in his own like end zone basically you know he he received yeah. that in the 25 percent that was his own goal right gets the ball and just sits down for a second takes a shot of Nas and then just <laughs> yeah, takes just off in between oh they they had to just be hating their lives right then you, you should never get split like that oh yeah those two defenders i mean that was it was it was a slalom esque yes. run oh, just yeah. it deserved a goal you saw it happen and then he lays it off beautifully tammy. yeah tammy tammy abraham great goal side foots it near post beats the keeper but what impressed me most about that goal was actually <clears throat> if you watch the replay when Tam- uh when Turbo Timo gets the ball and puts on his little, you know, he summons his own little Top Gun, like, <laughs> need <laughs> for speed. <laughs> yeah. He starts moving. Little Chilwell. Yeah. Chilly time. Yeah. Starts o- trying to overlap him and catch up with him. By the time that uh, Timo plays the ball to Tammy, Chilwell was in the box. Now, that is a defender that wants to get in on the action oh yeah really respect that about him that was unbelievable he actually because timo lays it off and then kind of steps away so when the goal was scored it was tammy and chili yeah in the box that's crazy oh yeah no other chelsea player was in the box he, yeah extremely dynamic wow yeah yeah so uh you know um I think if they would have had Colin Wilson, they probably could have got. Yeah, I think he's responsible for something like 60%, like two-thirds of their goals. Yeah. Without him, it just wasn't the same Newcastle. They were pretty just weak. Yeah. A little tame. Chelsea deserved the win. Yeah, I agree. They uh, Newcastle, they, they can not they can have no complaints putting in performance like that. They had a few chances, but nothing – it really would I think worry they anybody. They hit the crossbar on a long shot from maybe Joe Linton or somebody else. Yeah, but, Joe Linton. Yeah, but yeah, it just Chelsea gets one of their first wins at St James Park in a while, so good for them. It's kind of like a what do they call that? A 
just a ground where you just don't want to go. Right. Yeah, whatever that's called. Great. Yeah. All right. That's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah, a ground you don't want to go. Uh-uh. All right, moving on to the next game of Saturday. Mm-hmm. Villa 1. Brighton and Hove Albion 2. Yes, sir. Seagulls. What did you see, Joe? Dang. Ugh, what a game. I actually really enjoyed this game. Thought it was very even. Danny Welbeck, open things. You know, still got love for my boy. He's got back. a little gray. Yeah, I mean, that? he's still doing his. He's still doing his thing. He got, you know, he got put through. Um, took it all the way. Yep. Nobody caught him. Dinked it over. Scored. Good goal. Villa. Man, good performance. I mean, they had a lot of chances. And Trezeguet. I mean, I, I hate to just harp on somebody, but man, this guy—he's—he's he's the weak link. He had probably four or five chances he could have scored. Okay, so I wrote down all the chances just in the first half. Oh, okay. Good research. Trezeguet. Inside of, or right at the 18th minute, ball is deflected around, ball comes to him, and he's in between the six and the PK. And the goalie is like, it was kind of a clamorous defending, <laughs> like goalies. We had a few of those this week where goalies were flying somewhere, defenders were just throwing every body part they could same thing happened here balls like pinging around the box drops to Trezeguet left foot side foot straight over all right that's the 18th minute yep 22nd minute Triore Bertrand Mm. yeah Bertrand Triore his supposed 22nd minute 34th minute Trezeguet cuts inside on the right foot still should have probably put this in upper 90. Flies it over. 38th minute. Mings, Tyrone Mings, gets the ball played into the box to him. He somehow is inside the six and gets like a side foot on it. And it goes, it loops up over the goal. Or not over the goal. Goes straight up. The goalie jumps into the post. It hits the post and bounce off. They don't get anything out of it. 39th minute, mm. Ollie Watkins. This ball taken right off his foot by Ben White. Grealish plays a great ball into him. It's one-on-one, and Ben White comes out of nowhere and just – Great tackle. Great tackle. So, yeah. So many chances for Villa. Finally, it comes in second half. Right at the start of the second half, their defender. Ezri Kanza? Kanza, yeah. Yeah, a little slide. Action. That was a great goal. Oh yeah, that's a hard goal to. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, nope. good stuff. I mean, honestly, man, I could watch this game. If it been four hours long, I'd have, I'd have watched it. It got a little, got a little chippy towards the end. It did. But there is something I want to go over. Okay. Your boy, Rossitron. Yeah. <laughs> I should have known this was coming up. He's got too much whip on that that ball and uh, pulled his own hammy. He's trying to be KDB. Man. Pulled his hemi inside the fourth minute. Ooh. Just hitting a free kick. Like, ball didn't even move, and you hit it, and you pull it hemi. Come on, Ross. Yeah. Come on, Ross. Yeah. No, it was not a boss move, <laughs> especially seeing that I deliberately picked him up yes. <laughs> for fantasy in a glory play to just, you know. To shove it in put, my face. Put the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to stab you. And what does our man do? 
I mean, yep. yeah, just instantly he's gone. Yeah, Joe and I were playing each other in fantasy, and it looks like I may have snuck you away with victory. the win. Yeah, my second win of the season. Yeah, dang. Woo. Yeah, I mean that—that that was honestly just a metaphor for my whole week. I mean, <laughs> Ross, <laughs> I should have known I was doomed when that happened. Oh man, I love their schedule coming up though. I think Villa—they're going to rebound, but good really? game. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, really good schedule for them. But also got thrown up for Terry Lamptey. I thought he was Brighton's best player. Yeah, he was really unfortunate to get sent off in this game. Yeah, that game. was harsh. Yeah. The second, I mean, the second yellow card that sent him off was a joke of, I mean, yeah, it was a foul. Yeah, Grealish goes over way too easy. We talk about this all the time. He screams bloody murder. When you look at it, it was just like they both went into the ball at the same time and one, I think, Grealish might have even stepped on Lampety. Yeah. And then goes over. Yeah, it, it was, was just garbage. Yeah, it was bad. Sorry, that's my favorite word when I talk about <laughs> something that pisses me off. <laughs> Jack Garbage. I mean, Grealish. Yeah, gosh, he is. Mm-hmm. Dang. Sully Marsh, though. That was a good. That's worthy of the win, though. Yes, it was. Great hit. Yep. Edge of the box. Curled it right on in. Yep. Sent it home. But at the very, very end of the game. PK. Yep. Overturned after the referee goes and looks at it. Now, this comes up again this weekend. What did you make of that, PK? Man, that's a tough one. So, in this one, he goes in and gets the ball, kicks the ball first, and then Then hits hits the the player. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was okay with, but at the same time. I'm good with it. I still could have seen it called as a PK. It's one of those where it's really up to the referee, but yeah. we've always learned you get the ball first, then you're it's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, our generation is like, you get the ball, okay, no problem. But nowadays it's, did you follow through? Did did your other leg hit him? All this other stuff. Like If you get the ball and it's clean, that touch, then screw the other guy. That's how yep. we were raised. But it's harsh, man, but heck of a game. Yeah, it really was. Jack Grealish tried to pick somebody up by his shirt. After he did. <laughs> this guy getting elbowed in the throat. Gave him the power move. Gets a yellow card for it. Should have gotten sent off because he's just a garbage player. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. Tottenham 2, Manchester City I mean, nil. The, the result probably of the week. Yeah. Oh, real quick. That was Brighton's first win at Villa Park ever. Oh, I've got a little fun facts that I tried to get for almost every game, and I forgot about that one. Sorry. Sprinkle them in. Yep. So, City. City got to see what parking the bus looks like, didn't they? They did. I mean, just they parked that double-decker. Oh, my gosh. It was vent- You got to give it up to the man. Vintage Mourinho. Mm-hmm. They're still in that honeymoon phase. I mean, if you remember, every time – even Manchester United, 2017-2018 season, Mourinho comes in, man. We finished second. I mean, that first year-ish, always good. He second is, year, all right. Third year, the wheels come off. Yep. So, yeah, Spurs, Spurs, man, you got to give it up. That was a heck of a result. Yeah. Good goals. So, the um, the first goal that was scored by Yong Min Son – was literally 
it was almost like uh, Manchester City got their pants pulled down, like shanked in in uh, in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and they were wearing whitey they, tighties. They were freshmen. With, uh, <laughs> they got teased. A little stain on them. Yeah. <laughs> it was just bad. It was. Yeah, man. Matt had that happen to him his freshman year. Not cool. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> so, Spurs get a free kick right at the edge of halfway. Hoiberg. Hoiberg. Yep. I'm, I'm trying. Passes it to Endon Bele. All right. He gets the ball pretty much facing his own goal. And he looks like he's going to take a touch towards his own goal. Cuts it real quick back towards... Um, Manchester City's goal. Yep. Takes two players out of the game. Bernardo Silva and going to get himself a hot dog. Mm, Another guy standing right here. there was just like, wait, why is he going towards our goal? Plays a real simple ball over the top. Yep, curls it on in, and yeah. Son does what he does. What I didn't like about that, um, besides just Manchester City's whole team taking a nap during this, Yep. Ederson. Ederson came out way too far. Song gets a ball and is outside the 18. Has Cancelo almost catching up to him when he shoots it. Ederson meets him at the edge of his own penalty area and gets right. megged. Yeah. Why are you coming right, out that far? Right through for the that? middle. That's just his style. I mean, there was another incident a little later. He did the same thing for the second goal. And well, he spooked Son on the, the you know, another oh, yeah, time. He did. He spooked him. He came out so far, so fast. You know, Son took a heavy touch to go around him and didn't recover in time to put it in. And that's just his style. I mean, you win some, you lose some. I, You're not feeling it. I think he's a hell of a a goalkeeper. I really do. He makes some incredible saves. He's got a. I mean, basically like a, a freaking redwood fire or something. <laughs> like does. the way he kits the ball, like he can. I mean, he needs to retire and go kick NFL and just oh man, rack up money. His placement is unparalleled in the yeah. game. Yeah, so, no, I, I, no, you gotta give him credit. But yeah, that I just don't understand why he. Yeah, he, I mean Spurs, you gotta give him credit though. They really just shut down Man City. Man City are looking like kind of like Pep's first year. It's a little disjointed. The whole team is not clicking. It's like one or two players are kind of linking up at any given time. It's not the whole team working as one machine yep. like in their heyday. It is very disjointed. Do you think that's because they don't have, I would say, their starting, their best starting 11 out on the field or healthy? You know, Cunaguero's just now getting back into full fitness. It just <clears> – <throat> And I know it's really difficult coming off an international break as well. You know, you got guys going everywhere yeah. around the world, which we don't even need to go into that. That's just dumb to send people around and say, hey, go pick up some corona down yeah. in Brazil <laughs> and bring it back. Get that strain in Brazil. Yeah, goodness. So I just I don't feel like they're clicking because they don't have their true starting eleven. One of the first things, though, that you do see with their with Man City is they've actually kind of sorted out their back line, it seems like, right now. Oh, yeah, it's pretty settled. Yeah. But the big news coming into this game was Pep Guardiola. New contract. 
two-year extension. So yeah. it's going to be here until 2023. Yeah, you're going to see it out, I think. Um, yeah, we shall see if he can right the ship. Oh, man. Spurs. Here's my question. All right, so Pierre-Emile Hoiberg. Thank you. Hoiberg. Had, in my opinion, the quote of the summer when he said he was horny for trophies. Is 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 the man gonna get a trophy? Is he gonna get release? Find release. Well, are you asking me from like my heart standpoint or my mind? Your mind. My mind. They they've got some depth. I mean, this team looks complete. They've got some depth. Center backs are really really solid. Yeah, I could. Harry Kane is, in my opinion, the player of the season so far. He he has I mean he even came out and said over the international break the reason he's playing so well is Jose's tweaked his game a little bit. Really? I mean he's assisting more than oh, he yeah. ever has. Yeah, it's like the most goal involvements of anybody, I think, in the whole league. So yeah, far. so uh they're in the Europa League. Jose Mourinho knows how to win that competition. He did it with you. Yeah. They might. They're not going to win the Premier League. No. I don't think they'll last. They have too much, um, which I haven't seen yet this season, where they go Spursy and just kind of break down and start kicking people. Spurs. But they go I mean, Spurs. Chelsea is they playing Spurs. Spurs next weekend. That's like one that's, of the. Dang, that's a, that's a jam. That is a really chippy affair I mean you got like an ex-boyfriend coaching the other team you know like there's a lot of stuff going on with that so cops are going to be called yeah basically I mean that pretty much had to happen last year so Chelsea's in a wife beater Spurs (laughs) is trying to set something on fire yeah Yeah. it's going to be it's going to be crazy All right. so crazy stat about this game City have been to Spurs Stadium since it was completed, right? Right. Three games. 51 shots. Hmm. 13 on target. Zero goals. Wow. That includes the Champions League as well. Ooh, that's right. Mm, that's Another a, ground you don't want to play in. That's a goose egg. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping, just fantasy-wise, I'm heavy on Man City. I need some, I need some goals from them. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, you know, they used to just put goals away left and right, and now they're struggling to score. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not really happening for them. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't bet against old Pep. True, true. He's He's got something up his sleeve, up that cardigan up hoodie. That, I can't remember him wearing the same look for this long. Yeah. He's sticking with that. It's not one of his best either. The old professor <laughs> look. Nutty professor. Oh, man. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, I think it's time for a change, and maybe they get a good result. Maybe they got Fulham in, uh, yep, Fulham in two weeks, so, I mean, it's not going to get any better. Who are they playing this weekend, do you know? Ah, uh, I forget. Okay. Hmm. Well, we'll oh, check that out here yeah. in a little bit. All right, but let's move on to Manchester United 1, West Brom nil. Now, I didn't get to see too much of this game. Um, I watched the replays on it, or the highlights, excuse me. 
I was uh, training one of our friend's son in soccer. So I had to go and do that. It's fun getting out there and running around again. Hope to do that more and take off some of these LBs I got going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I so. hear that. So, Joe, what what happened? Oh, man. I mean, this game, I don't recommend it if you're trying to lure somebody into Premier League life. Just just don't start with this game. West Brom still without a win. Man United, I mean, what can you say? It's three points. I'll take it. You know, the lineup was looking a, a little better. I like to see Oteles in. Uh, you know, Shaw being out. So I like that. He didn't really do a lot. But I'm thinking I'm thinking sooner or later it's going to start firing. I mean, Martial looked a little better. The goals are going to start falling. I, I'm a believer. I'm a truther. I'm a Martial truther, my friend. Sam Johnston. That's right. What? X-Man United. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Youth player, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did hear that. I like to, yeah, I like to think he, on that PK, I like to think he jumped off the line. Both times. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I like to think he, he's trying to help his old, old buddies out. Goodness. So, Man U finally gets one at home. Yep. First PK given to West Brom. You know, we were talking about this in the – Brighton Villa game. This one was Bruno Fernandez against your boy. Oh gosh, love the guy. <laughs> the guy is, I mean, he's in the running for best hair in the league. Bruno Fernandez? No, not Bruno. Your boy. Oh, Connor Gallagher. Yeah, Connor Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Gallagher. So Fernandez in this one kicks the shin, and then hits the ball. They call that no penalty. Yeah. They call it, they go back. I can't believe you thought Bruno best hair in the league. He's like he's like bottom five. <laughs> I, mean, he's, I mean, he's got a good hairline. You know, anytime somebody's got a good hairline, I think John Joe Shelby should win it. <laughs> John Joe. Oh, dang. Poor John Joe. I mean, with his even no, start. we won't we won't go into yeah. that. Uh, John Joe. I like old John Joe. I do too. Yeah, Gallagher though, I gotta give credit where it's due. I think the guy, he's everywhere. Yep. Like, you constantly see him when they're playing. Like he's a big time player. You can tell it. He's not gonna shy away. No, he goes into tackles. He, yeah, he plays with the swagger of like a a true superstar. Wow. I mean, even after the game, I watch him shaking hands. It's like he's talking to these guys like he's equal. Like talking to Cavani or you know whoever, like you actually not respect Connor, but respect. But yeah, he's his uh, body language and everything. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm big time. So would you give him that penalty to West Brom? Mm, yeah, probably. Okay. Yep. So Rio Ferdinand penalty. Yeah, did <laughs> a lot of people were like. That's a penalty. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, fair is fair. You got to give it. Yep. So then, a little bit later, man, you gets a penalty. Bruno steps up, gets it saved. Keeper was off the line. And then redoes it. Same. I mean, he puts it in the net. Yep. So, one nothing. My question is, there was a foul leading up into this, like Connor Gallagher got fouled. Yeah. And, you know, I told you or 
we talked about this at one point. On Mondays, I usually try to read something from Sky Sports about a ref, uh, old referee comes right. in and it's like these were the questionable calls over the weekend. His name is Gallagher Dermot, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's the most British name in history. Right. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Why does it not surprise me you got that that page? <laughs> you got it bookmarked, don't you? <laughs> I don't I don't have it bookmarked. Ref it's it's uh, called Ref Watch. Ref Watch. Oh, even yep. better. So he said that he thought it was a foul leading up into the PK for um, Man U. He's like, but apparently, you know, the referee standing right there didn't think it was a foul, and there wasn't enough to overturn it according to the VAR. I'm so sick of this, this nonsense, like back and forth. We're going to discuss this a little bit more later. Because I need to talk about somebody getting jacked up <laughs> getting, over it. Getting all jacked up so, over here. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. Man, you get a win. First win at home. Good for them. Yep. Poor display. Let's, West Brom's a tricky team, though. They are. A little, they're trickier than they get credit for. They play up to the their opponent. Yes, excuse me. But they can never quite surpass the level they need to get the result. That's that's the Very kicker true. with them. They're always going to push you, but it never seems to fall in place for them. You know what needs to happen? What's that? When something bad happens to West Brom, Slavin Bilic needs to just rip out his earring and just throw it, throw it down throw it on the ground and jump on it. Yeah. Oh man, that and would get them, that. That would get them hyped. They're like, man, that guy just ripped his own earring oh out. My gosh, like, we gotta play. Yeah, like a <laughs> little, little diamond stud. Oh man. It's Black Diamond, Yeah, right? Black Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the first game on Sunday. Full ham. Two. Everton. Three. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, quite the game. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Everton score inside of one minute. If you're, uh, if you're Fulham and you're on that field and you're – I mean, you're – you possess the ball, but you can't score hardly any goals. And then you're just getting every week just beat up and down the field. Yeah. Inside of the first minute, you go down a goal. Like, I would just be like, Coach, I'm done, yeah, man. Like, just sub me. Yeah, you're morale I'll pull those all. I'll sit yeah. on the bench. <laughs> just give me a paycheck, man. Oh, absolutely. That's so, devastating. Yeah. Wow. But – uh. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, DCL. Yeah, DCL. We got a few um, double-barrel names coming in on this game. Oh, it's coming in hot. Yeah. So, DCL, and they're all English, too. Yeah. Huh. So, DCL, the first goal, <laughs> he didn't know anything about that. No, just. He literally was running. The ball came between his legs and hit his right knee and went in. He just went like, in. That's just luck. I mean, the man has a has a knack for it. Yep. I mean, he's not scoring these incredible, you know, dribbling from his own half goals. It's all in the box, and yeah. it's just happening for the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the next Inzaghi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ansel, Ooh, good, yeah, Ancelotti is yeah. I mean, he's known for that type of player. Being there at the right time. And DCL is just, I mean, the man's on fire. You gotta give him credit. He right is. place, right time. 
All right, and then Fulham pull one back with Bobby de Cordova Reed. Yeah. Wow, that's a good goal. Triple barrel. Name. Oh man, <laughs> going for it. Yeah, that was a good goal. Great touch to get himself free yeah, from got the, the space, defender, and then just beautiful, just slammed it home. And then DCL gets him another goal. Yeah. That one was a really well. I mean, he was just in the right place. That's a pure but, DCL goal yep. right there. First time. Luca Dean. Yep. Just doing his thing, crossing it in on a platter. Yep. And then he, Luca Dean, got the next assist, yes. too. Yes. To Decore, yeah. Decore, yeah. Yeah, man. He, yeah. It was going in like mm-hmm. hotcakes. Yep. And then my boy Ruben Lotfus Cheek, RLC. Not DCL, yeah, RLC. Yeah, yeah. Came on and. You know, it's good to see him back and looking like what I remember before he had that nasty injury a couple seasons ago. Like, he, he looked good. Came on, immediately made an impact, got a PK called. Somebody took him out. But that PK, Joe. So, apparently, uh, if you're Fulham, you just don't take penalties. You're not like, going to score. I mean, I would rather see somebody do something – just run up, like sprint, and just dive into the ball head first to try to <laughs> score. Like, guy kicks it off his own foot after he slips, <laughs> goes over. He's been watching too many John Terry highlights. Oh, man. That hits me to the core. <laughs> man. Yeah, just when you think it can't get worse for Fulham penalty takers, man. Yeah, that was, that was bad. That was raunchy. But then he gets one back, pulls it. Pulls it within a goal. And, I mean, you could honestly see Fulham go ahead and grab another one, but they couldn't muster anything else out. So no. I mean, we would, I, yeah, we would be remiss if we did not mention, you know, our personal favorite of the podcast. We're talking Tim Ream, the Strawberry Dream. Oh, man, I thought you were going to talk about Scotty P. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, we like Scotty P too, but, yeah, dang. Tim Ream, I think if they pair Tim Ream with – Handsome Anderson, that's that's just a nickname I just came up with. Handsome Anderson. Yeah, Joaquin Anderson. Okay, okay. I think those two together, that's magnetic. Best looking center backs, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you put those you got two. Kurt on, Happy Zuma. You put those two <laughs> on Love Island or whatever they're doing nowadays, <laughs> they would crush. Wow, just slaying. Yeah, the hair. I mean, just yeah. Wow. Oh look. Oh. It's worth. I mean, the man. I mean, Scotty P is chopping and changing that lineup every week. Yeah. I mean, Joe Bryan, you know, pretty much was like the guy for him in the championship. Aside from Mitrovic, but neither one of them start. Yep. Anthony Robinson. He's a starting left back for him now. That's good, and he played Which well. Which I like it. Yeah, he's, he's solid. He is solid. So but yeah, that that lineup is changing. So hopefully he's gonna find a magic formula. Yeah. Um. I think it's going to be too little, too late for them. Dang. First one relegated. Oof. Norwich style. Oh, man. man. Let's hope. We'll be back next week, Tim Ream. We'll talk about you again. Strawberry Dream. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a wonderful song. That is. It's like a Beatles. It'd be a B-side. great poem, too. Yeah. <laughs> Elton oh. John. <laughs> oh. All right. Moving on to the next game. Sheffield United nil, West Ham one. Oh, 
I like the blades. Yep. I like them a lot. They are just really unlucky right now. They are just holding it down at the bottom. They cannot get anybody to score for To them. save their life, they cannot score a goal. They did last week against us, but, I mean, I mean it's, it's, that yeah, was a It's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. they, brought, they, they bring in Ryan Brewster. Nah. Gave him a couple starts. He's on the bench now. Yeah. Nope, it's just not happening. And Ollie McBurney. And they're pretty solid in defense, too. Yeah, they've got a lot of good pieces. Yeah. There's a lot of good things going on, and, I mean, I think everybody expects them to turn it around. Some. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because they have a lot of good players, a lot of good pieces. Right. But, yeah, just the goals are just precious. Like, I'm talking like solid gold. Yeah. (laughs) Like you want to hoard it. Yeah. But Sebastian Allais. The forgotten man. Man. Scores a rocket. Yeah, he did. Dang. That's his second goal. A little thunderclap. As a striker for West Ham in two years. Wow. That's not a good. You remember statistic. last year I had him. I was oh, like, yeah, this you, guy's coming from the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. He was lighting He's it up. He's going to make things happen. Gosh, no. I got rid of him so quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, great goal for him. He needed that for his confidence. Um, apparently he scored for the Ivory Coast. An international break, so maybe he's just one of those forwards. He's got to see it hit the onion bag. Yep, he's probably going to get going, and then what do you know? Antonio's going to be back. Yeah, I hope he gets back soon. We love the beast. Yeah, beast mode. I mean, yeah, it's not the mode. same team without that guy. Yeah, but yeah, the, I mean, my boy Jared Bowden didn't. He had some a lot of chances. Yes, that man is involved, but could not get the ball in the back of the net couple of times some people were selfish and didn't play in the ball, which really hurts my fantasy, so I'm going to need people to be unselfish <laughs> and on, give my guys. people the ball. Matt is trying not to finish last. Yeah, Matt can't I gave him last. a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, good win for West Ham. Unfortunate for Sheffield United, but we'll see the Blades come back. They're yeah. they're sharpening. They're sharpening yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's going to – I mean, iron sharp, sharpens iron. Yep. It's going to be a tough Ooh, tough row for no, them, but yeah. All right. All right, moving on to one of the games of the weekend that wasn't the game of the Little weekend. stinker of the week. You thought it was going to be good, and then it turned out to be just a poop shoot. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, Leeds, aside, boo. Yep. Nil. Arsenal, nil. Yeah. So the first half was pretty pretty much Leeds going after them, doing what they do, just swarming them, right? Right. Burnt Leno kept them in the game. Yep. He's, a, he's a heck of a goalie. Oh, he is. And these Germans are just producing goalies left and right. Man. A little factory, man. Golly. You got Ter Stegen, you got Leno, you got... Neuer, yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. Well, maybe one of them had one of those guys might be may have some American in him, and he can come over and we play need for to, us. We yeah. need to check that citizenship. Oh man, yeah. The first half, Leeds do what they did best. I saw um, a quote from you know the uh, the Spanish Steve Urkel. Um, 
Hector. <laughs> Hector Bellerin that was like, <laughs> I don't think people understand how hard it is to play against this team. Like, got any cheese? <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> did I do... Oh, man. Yes, Bellerin, you did that. Yeah. but Actually, Tierney did it. Yeah. I saw today that um, right before you came over, I was watching Men in Blazers. Yeah. They added Tyranny's Fall to, like, the start of their their show. Is that good? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's... That Tyranny, makes... he's trying to get Buck Wild at the end. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with that one. Man, um, it's tough. Where is Alawaski, or... I can't pronounce his name. Yeah, Alawaski, I think, yeah. Alawaski? Where's he from? I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah, basically... <laughs> Lee's just overpowering. But five minutes into the second half, Nicholas Pepe decides to, decides to... Macedonian. He is Macedonian. I know a Macedonian person. Yes. Pavel. Oh, okay. Shout out to Pavel, my old tile guy. Heck yeah. So five minutes into the second half... Nicholas Pepe, him and Alioski, whatever his name is. Yeah. They were going at it like the whole game. This guy, apparently they mark man-to-man, so this guy's just in his pocket, yes. Pepe's pocket, oh, the yeah. whole time. They, they, yeah, they have a really old-school, like, unique style where they just purely go man-to-man as soon as they lose the ball. I love that. Yeah. I really do love and that. People that can't is, deal with it, yeah. That is frustrating when you got somebody just basically grabbing your shorts, pulling you around. And you, oh, man. It is frustrating, but good on Leeds for doing that. Nicholas Pepe saw a mosquito on his head, tried to headbutt <laughs> it and kill it for Let him. Let me get that for you, buddy. Yeah. So, Ta-ta. yeah. Referee didn't see the mosquito, so he got sent off for a straight headbutt. Yeah. He's just trying to help. So, Pepe at one point said that his favorite team was Chelsea. Mm. Goes to Arsenal. And I think it was like a $72 million deal. Okay. When he's over at Arsenal, he's basically saying, yeah, I'm the best in the world. Very arrogant, very cocky. He has, he's, he is Arsenal's Arisa Berlagra. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal's Kepa. Oh, man. Yeah, he was recently just saying, oh, I want more minutes. I want more time to the media. And it's not the way you're going to get it. Yeah, something's not going going right with Arsenal. No. We applauded them a few weeks ago for being really good defensively. But Arsenal was always a team that creatively could score goals. I just wonder what some of these guys, and we got some friends, Arsenal fans. We do. They they got in on the Invincible era. Right. I'm talking like Birdcamp. Yep. Terry Henry. Right. Vieira. What are they thinking watching this team? Do you think they have faith in Arteta? I mean, I know the Arsenal hierarchy does. I mean, they, I think they recently changed his role to, like, yeah, you know, first team manager or something like they give him more first responsibility. First team coach instead of being instead of just manager. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they're all in on it, and it might it might take a little while. I mean, he's definitely got them going in a certain direction. Right. Is it really where you want to be if you're an offensive player? 
because they've got probably like eight defensive players right out there at any one time. And then they've got two people that they just signed for like new contracts that are over thirty. William. Yep. And Obama Yang. Ever since those, well, ever since Obama Yang's new contract, you know Obama Yang has got to be like staying up at night thinking, "Why on earth did I sign that?" Yep. This was his last chance to like really go for it, and he's completely a Nana Yang. <laughs> Nana Yang. Gosh, that he's is. He's anonymous. So yeah. Oh man, it's. My biggest frustration with Arsenal is that they they just they don't use their money wisely. You know, the the whole thing with last season when the corona happened, they're like, "Hey, players, you want to take a pay cut so that we can keep paying some of the workers?" I said, "Sure. Yeah. People that help us out day to day? Yeah, we'll do that." What happens? They get rid of all of the workers. Players take the pay cut. Arsenal get rid of all the workers. What do they do instead? They spend $45 million on Thomas Partey. That's got to be the slap in the face, not only to Gunnosaurus, oh. but all the – I mean, there's just too much negativity around that. I thought bringing in Arteta would help, and it has for yeah. an, a short period of time. But when you look at the actual stats – the same number of games that he has coached versus the same number of games to Unai Emery, it's actually lower in points. Ooh. Yeah. So there's something going on there. Listen to this stat. Yeah. Arsenal have not scored from open play in 476 minutes. Good gosh. In the English Premier League. That's five English Premier League games. The last goal that they scored – was actually Nicholas Pepe. Oh, I, I remember that one. I think it was the winner against Sheffield that was, United. That was a good goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not it's just not happening for him. Something's But something's hey, up. it might click. I would I wouldn't put it past them. They they know what they want to do. It's just not happening. Yeah, I don't And personally, I'm thankful. I mean, Arsenal is my personal dislike. Really? I mean, okay. yeah. I just like to give my friends a hard time because I got so many of them that love Arsenal. So I like to give them a hard time. I don't really see them as a competitor they, in the yeah, English Premier League. A, they haven't been equal. there no. for a while. Actually, they can keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, just I, do what you do. Yeah, man, have fun with it. Arteta, just keep rocking and rolling, buddy. Yeah, you're a good-looking man. You got the hair. The hairline is El just... Suave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got everything going for you. Just Arteta, hair dye or not? No. <clears throat> wow. I don't think so. It's just pure black. Jet black. Yeah. He's Spanish. But man, the guy's like 40-something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Joe. Mourinho got, was like salt and pepper by that age. It's just, it depends on the genetics. You know, I, I, I read something or saw something where Matt LeBlanc. Oh, yeah. Bringing back friends. Oh, yeah. And Joey. Joey. Oh, he's Apparently, really early in Friends, had to dye his hair black. Oh, I didn't and, like, know that. He was going salt and pepper way early. Oh, dang. Well, he's yeah. super gray now. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, he I think he started uh, 
hair club for men or what? No, no. What is the <laughs> just for men? Just for men. Oh, hair go. Color. Just there for we, men. Just for Joey. Just for. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I think we took too way too much time on that one. <laughs> Moving on to Sunday's game. What a game it was. Liverpool three. Leicester nil. Mm. Liverpool looked good. They were. They're not all missing a beat. Low room. Now, again, I think it's really tough to come back from an international break and have continuity between your team. I think that's one of the most difficult times. But crap. I mean. You would think that Leicester would be more up for this, say. Man, you know, there's a little bit of history, though. Like, I think last year around Christmas, similar story. Like, people were saying, oh, Leicester's going to, you know, challenge. They come up against Liverpool and lose again. Remember, last Christmas, I can't remember the exact date, obviously. Christmas time. Liverpool beat Leicester. Leicester were threatening just like they are this year. Everybody's thinking, are they the real deal? Liverpool, for whatever reason, I don't know if Brendan Rodgers gets a little case of the yips or gets a little ants in his pants. It's not happening for him versus Liverpool. They looked, without the majority of their starting 11, they looked right at home. Oh, yeah. I... It's kind of scary. <laughs> I mean, it actually, the rest it is. Of the league. I mean, you look, you look at Man City struggling, you know, missing one or two players, and Liverpool missing quite a few, and puts in a dominant performance against one of the best teams in the league. Yep. Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll go over it really quick. Your boy, Johnny Evans. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out his inner Gary Cahill slash Phil Jones-esque he beautiful OG. They learned from him. Oh, so he is the OG. I mean, he's OG. the true OG. It's Johnny Evans. He's OG squared, He's man. J-E. <laughs> <laughs> OG squared. That's right. Oh, man. I mean, Chicharito himself mm. watched this goal and was like, heck yeah. Chicharito could score some He scored some goals. freaky goals. Yeah. And Johnny Evans, just back of the head, just doink. What is he doing? I mean, come on. Let my boy Especially Mane put that in. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do that, just let Mane put we, it in. Yeah, we were watching the game together yeah. at uh, O'Toole's. Great bar? Yeah, great bar. Shout out to O'Toole's, O'Toole's and all the proprietors. The proprietors. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to find it on uh, Google Maps, but Mm-mm. O'Toole's exists. Special invite only. <laughs> yeah, invite Ooh. only. Serious Soccer Studs. The Hangout. Yep. Yeah, so Matt was wanting Mane to get a little something. I was not wanting that. Yep. I got Mane's my wish. My yep, I got my wish. You got to give him credit, though, man. I keep saying that tonight for some reason, but Liverpool just dominant. Diago Jota. Yes. What a freaking player, man. He is just slotting right in. He is the living, breathing example of how to join a champion team and just force your way in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk about him a little bit later. But, yeah, he's he's looking almost unstoppable right now. And then, finally, Bobby Chompers. Roberto Firmino. That's right. Just beaming. 
That was a great header. Yes. Rose above everybody. Beautiful header, so good for him. But I have a question for you. Yep. First of all, I need to say that Lester straight up got humbled in this game. Brendan Rodgers may go home, may or may not go home, what the tail between his legs <laughs> like. He may go home and look at himself and be like, I'm disgusted with you. Yeah. He looks at his painting on the wall. And then he turns back and he's like, oh, you're so beautiful. Okay, I, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're my yeah. favorite, Brendan. So – one of the commentators, one of an ex-players, I can't remember where I saw it, said Liverpool play better without Mo Salah. There's more fluidity mm. to the team. Do you believe that? I don't know. I can't I can't go with that. But however, today, especially with Jalta slotting in there, I could see it. They're not looking for that one guy. I mean, they, they always look to Salah. I mean, Mane, he's equal. But, yeah, it looked more fluid, definitely. I believe Mane is more of a team player. Yeah. Like, tries to get people involved yeah, more he's than Yeah, he's not as, as much of an individualist yeah. like Mo is. So I can honestly see that being the case, that they would play better without Mo. Yeah. Everybody working for themselves, like – Diego Jota instead of Mo, they didn't skip a beat. They they beat the they drum. Added a beat. <laughs> yeah, they beat the drum of Leicester. I mean, it was just wow. Yeah, I mean, just one clean sheet prior to this game, but Fabinho getting in the mix. Yeah, some of their youngsters playing too. Yeah, Curtis Jones. Yep, absolutely. So that's scary for the rest of the league. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to today's games. Burnley. Burnley. One. CP zero. Not mm. CP three. Yeah. <laughs> Not Chelsea Palace. Crystal Palace. Crystal. Good old-fashioned Crystal Palace. Yeah, so the big thing coming into this game, Wilfred Zaha, Joe's boy, mm. self, self-isolating. self mm. Didn't get the start, didn't even get on the bench. He was my last hope. Yeah beat me and he never lets me down yeah but he let me down today but we did learn something about this game we learned what type of wood burly burnley men are we did chris wood chris wood (laughs) (laughs) the hardest wood oh man terrible defending yeah just kind of a fluke of a goal but hey you get in there and you're running, running like a tank. If somebody gives you a gift, you, you punish that gift. Yeah. You take it and you say thank you. And you treat it like, like a true Burnley man would. Yeah. What a, I mean. Oh, just emphatic finish. Yeah. Chris Wood just putting it down. Got that Santa gift a little bit early. <laughs> he just went ahead and He did opened it, it yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but. give him credit. Yeah, Burnley, first win of the season. Yep. Out of the relegation zone. Yep. That's the blueprint. I mean, it's going to be one nothing wins. They're hard to score against, but goals are going to be tight. Yeah. Yeah, and Nick Pope came up a couple of times. Huge. Yes. With a Y. Huge. <laughs> Huge. He Saved. Also, uh, he also got clattered yep. at the end. Nick, hope you're all right. I know you're a big fan of the pod. Yep. Pope Meister. Yep. Yeah, he uh, 
saved a 1v1 on Batshuayi, then uh, went right at Benteke and took it hard. Yeah, yeah. He got taken out pretty good. So, Dang. Good win for Burnley. Just making the league a little more spicy. Exactly. Speaking, Wolves won. Southampton won. So this this game, first half, pretty equal. But um, Southampton's goalkeeper, my goalkeeper. Yep. Mr. McCarthy. Yep. Coming up big. Kept yeah. him in the game. Had some great saves. He's. I hated to see it. He's a good goalie. Yeah, he's really solid. So yeah. sol- it's two solid teams. It is. Raph Hazelhuten has done Southampton really well ever since that 9-0 shellacking by Leicester last year. So he's really turned things around for them. They are crazy tight on defense. Through the midfield, they're solid. Without Danny Ings, they're missing a little bit of just... It's kind of a testament to their system, though, that Theo Walcott can come in and not look too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have, they have a true – I mean, they're a true system team yep. in that players have their roles and one guy's out, it's next man up, throw him in there, and he might not be quite as good, but shoot, some magic will happen. What do you think about Jinnipo? Good player. He's flashy. Yeah. He got really, really uh, clattered today. Yeah. A lot of people took some hits today, but – yeah, I thought it was a great game. Um, Theo Walcott gets another goal for his boyhood boyhood club. Good for him coming back to his roots. He looks like a rejuvenated man, so good for him. Then uh, Neto yep. gave him up last week. Oh, what does he do? Get, scores the equalizer off of a rebound yes. from Raul Jimenez. But I think at the end of this game, 1-1, that was a fair score. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, I think both of them were happy with the point. I, I have to do a quick shout-out to, you know, a favorite of the podcast. We're talking about Adama Traore. Gosh. He back in the starting lineup, and yeah. that man looked like just a Wolverine unleashed. <laughs> like an angry Wolverine just going after people. Man. Yeah, he, um, he, t- he got some – People took him out today too, and he was, he he put some vicious. shoulder into people as well. Yeah, man, that would be. I think I'd probably bust a rib running into that. That's solid granite. <sighs> Just chiseled out of Spanish it's, it's, limestone. It is. <laughs> it is not the same team, man. Without him, like having him in a starting lineup, especially Traore, who's committed and just doing his thing, which is one track mind game changer. Can beat any player. Yep. You're going to need like two or three guys to stop him. Yeah. And one's got to be standing off like 10 yards because he can just, in a second, be 10 yards away. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's waging like a one man crusade against, you know, you got Hector Bellerin, you got Tyranny tucking the sh- your shirt in the shorts and looking just not cool. Like little schoolboys. Yes. And then you got the real deal, the beast. The freaking Terminator. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh, okay, I can see it. Yeah. Are you sure Tucker in her? I was. I can't I'm reformed. It. Yeah, I'm reformed. I, I can't do it anymore. 
I couldn't do it back in the day. Unless it's like oh, too they, baggy. It was too they baggy. made us start off in high school. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was we like enforced. Yeah. Tuck in your shirt, start off game. As soon as the whistle blow, whoosh, yeah. pull it right out. <laughs> pull it right <laughs> Whip it out. Oh, man. I couldn't have those restraints when I'm just running around. All, yeah. All right. And if the shirt's baggy, yeah, I'll tuck it. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, back then they didn't make or stuff kidding very, around. Yeah. very tight. So. No, no, it's different. All right, well, crazy weekend. Let's get into our segments. Everybody loves the segments. They we drive, think. They drive the women to Cleveland wild. <laughs> Shout out Major League Two. Oh, wow. Deep cut, buddy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Man, Major League Two. All right. So the first one, this is the good of the good, the best of the best. We call this the... Creme de la Prim. It's the creme de la, it's the creme de la, it's the creme de la. Oh, you beauty! Joe, do you see something that you liked or you want me to go first? Oh, man, I already mentioned him a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, he's redefining his own game, his own rep. Also kind of the position almost, I feel, a little bit. Harry Kane. Bloody hell, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I mean, the guy is lighting it up. There were so many times he's carrying the ball. I mean, he's not playing the traditional number nine. He's playing deeper, and it's working. He's hitting passes, fighting. He's everywhere. Every time I looked up, the guy had the ball at his feet. I'm like, dang. He's actually rocking a number 10 at ah. uh, Makes sense. Tottenham. And he kind of plays similar to one. He, he does. He comes back. He does the Roberto Firmino. He comes back. Like a nine, to get 9.5. Yeah. Yeah. Round down. Yeah. 9.2. Who cares? 9.8. <laughs> Anything else about Harry Kane before I throw up all over everything? I mean, no, uh, just, just hold it in. I mean, yeah, just most go-involvements of anybody this season. I think 16. The man is just, every time I looked up, he was just doing his thing. I I can't go any further than that, man. The result of the week. Mouth breather. I mean, I can't really say they're going to challenge, but it wouldn't surprise me. In this form, I mean, that's, that's the player of the year so far. Result wow. of the week. I, I would love to switch it up, but now i got to go HK, man. I don't know if there's ever been a team that was playing in the Europa League that won the title for English probably, Premier League because yeah, of probably the not. Thursday, Sunday games. Like yeah. That's a lot of traveling. We'll see. Yep. Anybody on our stats crew look that up for us? <laughs> Siri. Right. So my creme de la prem, I got to go with the best goal of the weekend for me. Solly March. Mm. He, ball was played across – He's a defender, winger, wingback, whatever he plays. Opposite foot, weaker foot, upper 90. Just passed it in. It took me so long in my life to realize that you don't have to kick the ball so hard. You just got to put it where the goalie's not. What do you do? He, he did more than that. He was like, I'm just going to put it in the top of the onion bag. He did. 
Man, what a beautiful goal. It was one of those kind of where time slows down. When it yep. rolled out to him, you're just like, oh, crap. Yeah. He, had, he had the space. He had the angle. Gorgeous. Yeah, that's – I used to call that a dream. Mm. You know, when, when we were playing, I would sometimes – like on a corner kick, sometimes I would sneak to the back post and just be waiting and then make a run towards the top of the the box and hope that something just came out where I could just volley the living poop out yeah, of it, just... you know. But that's one of those dream balls that are just played across. Yeah, great goal, just great goal. So, yeah, Solly March. I like what that. name is Solly? That's, that's a deep cut. I like that. Okay. Well... The next one. You don't want to be be a part of this? No, no, no. Your mama says something to you like, man. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. So, yeah, Joe. Who you got this week? The referee. Oh, for Manchester United. Oh, man. <laughs> Shocker. David Coote. Old Coote. He's we back, mentioned man. Gosh. That, that dirty old Coote. So, what's funny about this, he was actually on schedule to be the VAR of Liverpool and Leicester. And they were like, no, nah, no, we can't, we can't let you... Do that. We don't want to get you on that VAR anymore. Yeah, because you really screwed up when it was Liverpool Everton. So instead, let's just give you Manchester United's head referee game. Yeah, let's move you up. This guy, I spent 30 minutes today looking at all of the things. He's been literally suspended or taken off the rotation of English Premier League referees four different times from direct mistakes that he's made. He's only been a referee, a Premier League referee, since 2018. Four times he's been removed and sat out matches. Why in the bloody hell is this guy still a referee? That's a good question. He's... I read an article today that he doesn't have confidence. Just like a striker, he needs to have confidence in himself. So they need to give him maybe some championship games. I'm like, no, maybe he's just garbage, and he needs to sit out and just find a new job, new occupation. It's not working. Career. Yeah, new career. Oh, my gosh. Not too late. What he did, and the worst part is he actually supports Man United. Why would you ever – his, I think it's his Facebook or one of his social media profiles has Manchester United's stadium in the background with him standing in front of it. Love it. Why? Love it. There should never be a circumstance where you allow a referee with that much bias towards another team referee that team. That team. And he's done it multiple times. He's done it. Twice for Chelsea against Man U, and didn't give. I just You're getting heated. Oh my gosh, I'm sweating. I can I can see the sweat glistening. <laughs> this guy is a a terrible referee. Yeah, there's no doubt. He's not good. On the other side, 
I gotta say we appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing as long as they let you do it. Help Are you us. saying that from Help man? Us. You? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me, like cussing him out. I, I, oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm no, sorry. no. I'm, I'm talking sorry. to Mr. Coot. Just keep. I mean, your time, your days are obviously numbered. And have you seen him? Just yes. He looks so English. It's not even it is funny, man. Ridiculous looking. This guy is straight up referee garbage. Mm. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm gonna hose you down now. Bring out the hose. I'm gonna have a little shot of some whiskey. And that should calm my nerves. Joe, go ahead with your All right. bless your heart moment. Well, bless week. your heart. I cannot look any further than Nicholas Pepe. I'm sorry. I think the guy is an incredible talent from what I've seen. He's not really shown it. The team is not built for him. And you can't head some headbutt somebody. I mean, you're not Zidane. You know, you can you can walk up to somebody because they do it all the time. I don't know why this is a soccer thing, but they walk up and they get almost yeah, they get like clo- they're like almost about to kiss the guy. Yeah, and then they softly touch their tips of their forehead together. Yeah, you're trying to back the other guy down. Yeah, I, mean, I get it, but but no, he Salas Alioski yeah. is shorter than him, so he went down to him just and just doink. headbutted him. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean. I, yeah, that's, that's just so stupid, especially when he's really trying to get in the team, really trying to establish himself still. You know, we're talking like, what, 15 months since he made the move. Hadn't quite happened yet. I'm a big believer, but my goodness, what a dumb move. You got a lot of time to think about it now. Yeah, the only way I believe he will get back into the squad is because is if – they have injuries, corona, yeah, or isolations. That's the only way he'll get back on that. But he may, he may not even do it then. They've got some young, young talent that they just keep bringing through. So they might. It was dumb, but actually, Arsenal played better when, when he, he went off. Yeah, no, they definitely did because they were not a team. And then when he went off, they're like, "All right, we." We're down a man. We need to play better, and they did. Yeah. So he probably saved them a point, two points. Gained them a point. Gained them a point. There you go. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Okay, the final segment. Yep. Joe, how are you doing today? Mm. Fine as frog's hair. Man, it's so fine, it's almost invisible. Ooh. Ooh. That's right. That's fly. Who you got? Who you got? I got a golden oldie. Okay. Talking about a guy who's in his 19th season. 19th. Hmm. Like he's he's out of high school now. He's <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. season. Their starting player in that position, gone. James Milley? James Milley. Oh, you got man. it. No Trent, no problem. James Milner, my man, right back. True professional. Filling in the pros pro. 104 touches this week. Most of anybody in the game. Everywhere. 
Two assists. If I'm not mistaken. Crossed him in. Crossed to Firmino. Bobby Chompers, yeah. He had uh, Giotta as well. Yeah. Huh? Heck of a performance by the team, but, I mean, the man, that's what you want. A guy coming in, I mean, the true professional. Now, I understand he's a, he's a good guy and he's got a really good sense of humor. He Yeah, he's from, I guess, the north of England, but I would okay. say at, at heart he's a southern gentleman. So he was at Villa first and then went to City. He was at Le- yeah, Leeds, I think. Leeds? Yeah, he was the Leeds guy. And then went to Villa? Because he was at Villa. Oh, was he? With Benteke and a bungalow. Oh, yeah. He might have been. What a yeah. name. A bungalow. <laughs> he was at Villa for a little yeah, while. Yeah, then, uh, yeah. That was a, actually. been around the block. Yeah, he has. Wow. Yeah. Gotta give I the got man, time for Millie. Give the man his due. Millie time. Yep. A Millie, a Millie, a Millie, a Millie. <laughs> All right, my finest frog's hair is going to be in the same game. Talking about a man that's on fire. Moved to a new club. It's just lighting it up, lighting it up. And I'm going to have to eat some humble pie about this. Diego Jota, you asked me a little while ago, he's scoring goals. Does he deserve to start? It's like only when people get injured. No, this guy is on fire. I think if Virgil van Dijk was healthy, he'd be the first name on the team sheet, and right now Diego Giotto would be the second. That is a good assessment. He is – listen to these stats. In the Premier League, he started four games, subbed on for three. He's got four goals in seven games. In the Champions League – Three games, right? Four goals. So in ten games for Liverpool, he's got eight goals. Eight in ten. That's crazy. And he's predominantly, before recently, was a sub. Oh, he's been subbed on a lot. He's moved around. Yeah, that's a great pick. And two of those goals in the English Premier League were two goals that they won by yep. one goal. Sheffield United and West Ham. Yep. Late goal. Game winners. Yep. Scott. Crucial. There's something about him that I, I really, really like. I don't know what it is. I think he was actually played out of position at Wolves. So we didn't see this Jota at Wolves. He even came off the bench a lot at Wolves, too. But... There's something about him in this Liverpool red that just he's doing it right, man. Good pick. I don't think he – I mean, I think he's undroppable right now. I agree. Even if Moe's healthy, you got to find a way to get yep. Jota in. Yep, they'll fit him in. Front four. Yep. I'm four, with two, four. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I mean, you got to play wow. the man. With those stats, I mean, don't don't screw it up. Just put him in. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that was good. That was all good. So, we're moving on to the tailgate. That's right. Tailgate hour. This week, again, we got another email. From an old favorite. Old favorite. We're talking about none other than the legend, 
the man of mystery. I mean, one of the, I mean, basically the creme de la prem of email <laughs> letters. <laughs> We're talking about Mr. Two Foot Terry. Two Foot Terry. The man. man. I mean, nobody knows what the nickname stands for. He didn't even bring it up. He just. I really hope this is John Terry. That's that would right, be amazing. <laughs> Love you, JT. Love you. All right. Two Foot Terry said, what's up, studs? Two Foot Terry here. After listening to the last pod, great episode, by the way, I found that I have another question. You both seem to be able to watch a lot of games and still hold down regular jobs and presumably relationships. I know Matt's married. I guess Joe's relationship status hasn't has yet to be revealed. That may happen today. No, I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not sure my significant other, let's call her Two Foot Tina. Love, love it. it. Just freaking <laughs> Just love, love it. <laughs> oh, man. Two Foot Tina would not stay with me if I watched more than a couple of games a weekend. So here's my question. Actually, I got two questions. Do you have any tips for managing work, relationships, and other obligations and still finding time to watch the lion share? of the EPL games each weekend. Well done with lion share because it's usually a lion as the representative Chelsea. for the EPL. Yeah, yeah. That's so well true. done, well done. And Chelsea. Yeah, Dub- and double Villa. entendre. Yeah. And if you can't watch all the games, do you have any particular highlight feeds, podcast, or other ways that you could recommend to keep up with the EPL from week to week? Thanks as always, Two Foot Terry. Man, Legend we get some making. freaking zingers. I mean, the man is just doing it. Woo. So, Joe. Two Foot Tina, you're a lucky lady. Yeah. If you're listening, I'm assuming you're listening. Yeah. That's my first piece of advice, Two Foot Terry. Get your lady listening in on Sears Soccer Studs. Yeah. We'll give her a shout out. Yeah. Two Foot Tina. Yeah, that's right. So, Joe, I'm going to start with you. Okay. You answer the first question. I'll answer the first question. Okay. We'll go to the second. We'll go to the second. First question. Do you have any tips for managing work, relationships, and other obligations and still finding time to watch the lion's share of EPL games each weekend? Man. I got a few tips. Okay. Go ahead. A few tips. Number one, Monday, always schedule my job. Without giving too much away. Sometimes I'm in the office. Sometimes I'm out of the office. Right. You schedule out of the office in the morning. After lunch, you get back at the computer. Oh, I got work to do. What do you do? You fire up that Peacock app (laughs) on your phone. You put it underneath the computer. And so you're doing a little computer work really, really slowly. Because what is your main focus? It's on your phone. You're watching the game. You're taking notes. You're basically uh, multitasking. Well said. Well said. That's that's my number one tip for Monday games. You know, the rest of the time, it's a tough one. Okay, so he said managing work. That was managing work. Yeah. What about relationships and other obligations? Okay. Here's here's where – okay, so two-foot Terry, you're, you're already telling me you're watching, what, three or four a you week? A couple of games, I think. couple? Yep. Let's say three. I mean, two-foot Tina – is she a fan? 
If she's not, I'm like, okay, you need to get her get her on board somehow, some way. There's always an end. Yeah. Regardless, you're one third of the way there, buddy. Start with game number four. Slip it in. Communicate to her though before you do that. Yes. Consent. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. As Southern gentlemen, we're big on consent. So you don't want to force Premier League games on anyone. Your friends, coworkers, your loved ones. You gotta let it come naturally. True that. True that. Southern gentlemen. Yes. That's the way of the Southern gentleman. But yeah, you got to find some teams that you like, some teams that she likes, and uh, just go with it. Compromise. Certain teams, like last year, Aston Villa, was pretty garbage to watch. This year, I wouldn't miss those games for almost anything. I love watching Aston Villa. Wow. Okay. Everton. Yeah. So find some games, pick and choose. Choose your battles. I mean, your relationship. Well you, said. You know the deal, brother. Um, I mean, me personally. I've always been a big, obviously not as big, but uh, I've been a La Liga guy. I've had to cut back. you got to prioritize. Premier League is kind of taking the focus with the podcast and everything. Right. So that's where my focus is now. I watch pretty much every game. It is what it is. Are we going to get a Joe's relationship status reveal? I'm a man of mystery. Ooh. Just use your imagination. You don't kiss and tell. It, it, exactly. Don't He's kiss and tell. That's right. Wow. Well done, sir. I mean, I could. All right. So, Two Foot Terry, again, great, great information, great email, great questions. So, this is my tip. Yeah. So, I'm really fortunate. Emma is a wonderful bride wonderful wife she actually is a huge soccer fan so our third date we went to a soccer game i got pretty belligerent yep. pouring down rain sheets of rain and we watched this game and i yelled a lot of profanities at the referee and probably some players for going down soft completely forgot i was on a date but yet here we are she knew what she was getting into after yeah. that moment she did. So she is absolutely a wonderful lady. She loves soccer. She allows me to watch all the games, as many as I want in soccer. She knows that it's my passion. She knows that I want to coach. She knows that this is my blood. But one thing I've had to do is actually compromise. I'm a huge sports fan. I grew up watching everything. I've played everything. I played golf, tennis, football, soccer. Soccer, tennis? Soccer, tennis. Like, played. Soccer, golf? <laughs> ran track. Like, I, I love sports. So, what I've had to do is cut back on watching anything else. Because when you literally start at 7.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, and watch it until almost five o'clock in the afternoon, you gotta find a way to cut back on other things. So I don't really watch as many other sports as this, or hardly any. Um, also, I try to get everything done before the weekend. So I've got, you know, Joe and I live out in the country. That's right. 
I've got land that I've got to upkeep. I try to do that throughout the week so I don't have to worry about it on the weekend. My weekend is for me, my TV, and if Emma wants to watch, she can. She usually <laughs> does. She watches the Chelsea game, and then she'll fall asleep through the other ones, which is great. But, yeah, I try to get all of my stuff done before the weekend. And with work, I'm really fortunate to have started a job where I work from home, I make a lot of calls. So when I'm not making calls, I'm either watching games or, you know, replaying other games and trying to get information for the pod. So I'm pretty fortunate in my relationship, my life, where I have the capabilities and the ability to just free flow and watch as much as I want. I get that you can't, and a lot of people can't. So only thing I would tell you to do is try to compromise or just communicate with your significant other and just say, hey, you know, really wanted to watch this game. Do you want to watch it with me? Or even try to take her somewhere and just say, hey, you know, we're going to go out yeah, and make try it to an watch event. this game. Yeah, just throw a little spice into it. Try to figure out a way where you both can enjoy it. It's really tough, but in relationships, you got to find a way to compromise. I know that's like a Greek terminology, Latin. A lot of people don't understand it when they're in relationships, but it's the only way you can it's really get It's the winning formula. It. Yeah. All right, Joe, you ready for the second second question? That's right. Definitely ready. And if you can't watch all the games, do you have any particular highlight feeds, podcasts, or other ways that you could recommend to keep up with the EPL from week to week? Yep. I got a couple things, Two Foot Terry. Number one, YouTube is your friend. NBC Sports, they do some great highlights, normally about 10 to 16, 17 minutes, depending on the how much action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can get, if in, you know, worst case, watch that. You get an idea of what happened, the major events of the game. Um, we're both big Sky Sports fans. They have good podcasts. That's that's one of my favorites. Love English accents. Yep. Keep them coming. Yep. <laughs> Sky Sports, good stuff on the website. BBC is a little more watered down, but I do like BBC. Their coverage, ESPN, sometimes, you know, I like ESPN. Their soccer stuff is all right. Give you a little, little thought on some things that happen. Um, what else? Uh, Any podcasts? Yeah, I mean. You were talking about the – the yeah, Sky Sports. Yeah, they yeah, do Sky Sports. B, you know, BBC podcast. I don't listen to quite as much, but yeah, Sky. I listen to. I like that one. Uh, I got to throw out the Athletic. We've mentioned it before. Yeah. If you aren't subscribed to Athletic, you got to get on that bandwagon. And Athletic, if you're listening to it, to this, sign us. Sign us, <laughs> sign us up. <laughs> But you really can't beat it. I mean, if you like college football, they'll have a guy covering your team. Baseball, covering your team, you name it. You can you can customize your feed to where you're getting articles that you like. Um, the soccer stuff is amazing. There are three Manchester United writers that are phenomenal. I listen to their podcast on The Athletic, Talk of the Devils, United We Stand. There's actually two of them. Uh, I read all the articles. Uh, I cannot recommend them highly enough. They're doing real sports journalism. It's not some clickbait crap. 
No, these these are guys that have literally been around the club the majority of their professional life. Yes, an athletic. They know the ins and outs, like the athletic picks. Yeah, they the best cherry of the they best. cherry pick, you know, because their model is basically transforming the game. To where, yeah, these guys can just focus on doing this. They don't have to get the – it's a subscription-based model, so they're not trying to get, you know, a bunch of clicks. Yeah. So these guys can just write what they want, do – you know, take a little time, write a great article, do some in-depth stuff. Their customer base is already there. Yeah. They don't have to Yeah, once they hit a certain level, it's – Trying to fish up people. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I highly recommend their podcast for your team, uh, the TIFO podcast that they do. Uh, I'd also say Zonal Marking by Michael Cox. Possibly the best intro music in the business, aside, aside from us. I mean, come on. <laughs> we do well. Yeah, we I like Zonal right. Marking, Michael Cox. A little more uh, stats-based stuff. Not not quite our style, but I would throw all those in the mix for my personal listening habits. Nice. Anybody else you want to throw out there? Nah, I think that's about it. Well, a lot of this is going to be an overlap for me. Um, for highlights on games, I use the NBC Sports app or Peacock, depending on which one it's on here based in the U.S. Um, you can find, like Joe was saying, anywhere from like 10 to 17-minute highlights, full-game highlights that shows most of the shots, most of the saves, yellow cards, substitutions, that kind of stuff. So that's a really good way to follow a game without actually watching it. You know, and it doesn't take a lot of time up of your day. Um, podcast, got to agree with Joe, Sky Sports, any of their podcasts are phenomenal. They do a wonderful job. Um, I personally, since we started the podcast, have been a little slack on listening to anybody else, unless it's like the transfer window. Uh-huh. So I do like the, um, what is that, the B BT Sports Writers mm. podcast? Right. I like that one. Um, they go through a lot of, is it BT Sports? I think it is. But they they do a really good job. They bring in a lot of sports writers. It's hosted by one individual, and he brings in people from all over that are sports writers, and they just discuss certain items. I think that's very informative. It gives you kind of like a backdoor look into some things that you wouldn't necessarily see much. But I think it's called BT Sports Writers Podcast. Um, let's see, what else? You know, I thought of something. I kind of like, and I'm a little weird on this, but I, and, you know, I went to, you know, college in England. Right. I've always liked the local England, you know, the local town, you know, get their opinion on what happened. So you can check, you know, Liverpool Echo, you know, big paper in Liverpool. Right. Check their player ratings after the game. Yep. For Liverpool or Everton. You get, you know, they're focused on their teams. You know, Birmingham Mail covers, right. you know, West Villa. Brom, Villa, yeah, London. Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. yeah, we'll forget about Birmingham. <laughs> but Newcastle, yeah. same deal. You can just, just, you know, check out the local newspaper because they're going to have the good coverage on the local teams. Thanks to the internet, man, you can just get on it. Yeah. Um, 
I got to mention something that I'm really involved in and love. I think it's a great source of information and just if you want to go into a black hole and be stuck inside a loop for, I don't know, two days. You like Matthew McConaughey and Interstellar. Yeah. Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I mean, some of the some of the things I find on that on just the subreddit, soccer. Okay. Right. Fourth league Ukrainian soccer, amazing goals. You know, they post just, it comes from any source possible. And you see some unbelievable stuff and some absolutely ridiculous stuff too. But they also have every goal pretty much where you can watch a highlight of it. So I think Reddit is a good source to see a little bit of everything. Right. But if you obviously like I'm a part of the Chelsea one, um, there's so many more, obviously. <laughs> you got Liverpool, just every English it's Premier a League hole. team. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go into it and see a lot of good stuff. So yeah, I think what we've given you here would probably be a good starter pack. Yep. And you, you gotta find out what works for you. Right. I mean, if I, you're stats heavy, maybe you want to go a different route than what we're talking about, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to some stats heavy stuff, but at the end of the day, I mean, you are what you are. I love a good personality. I love jokes, and that that's generally where I'm going to trend in terms of podcasts and stuff. We forgot the one podcast that is men and blazers. blazers. Gosh, Raj, the gold standard, Davo, if you're listening. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. Or your adopted sons. Yeah. Unadopted sons. Transatlantic. Yeah. We adopted sons. What we do is because of you. We try to make fun and have fun with it. We're not as insightful as you, but thank you. Y'all really helped us out. Like this has been the reason we're doing this. I mean that's right. one of the reasons. So yeah. yeah. Sorry, two-foot Terry. I just went on a little a little tangent here. <sighs> yeah. But hopefully this info has helped you out, man. Yeah, um, absolutely. We appreciate your emails. Yes, we do. So, again, if you want to email us in, you can reach us at seersoccerstuds at gmail. We will read out every email that we get. We've been getting one a week. It's been fantastic. If we get more because we like to talk so much, we may have to make another podcast just for emails. So, guys, please keep writing us in. Find us on Twitter, at Studs. Find us on Instagram, at Studs. And, yeah, once again, thank you for listening. We're going into Thanksgiving, so we appreciate you. Yes, thank, thank y'all. You. Yeah. Ewans. Yeah, Ewans. That's y'all plus three. (laughs) So, once again, came for the footy, stayed for the accents. All All right. right. Until next time, studs up.